It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Round 24 Sunday Wrap Edition of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. My name's Ryan, I'll be your host for the next 30 minutes. And uh, we're joined by the uh, returning Mark. He's he's, uh, starting to come down off uh, Waz fever. Mark, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, no, I'm not too, uh, not too bad. I have to say the primary, uh, issue with me at the moment is anger for, uh, good friend of the show, Tyson, who coughed and spluttered his Mars fever all over me last Saturday. And I've been sitting in a haze of cold sweats and coughing and snotting and all sorts of stuff. So I thought uh, you guys probably wouldn't want to deal with that. So I, I hear you did a poor job in my absence, but uh, we're back <laughs> and I'm going to sit here with my microphone muted so I don't gross you all out with my bodily functions and we'll see how we go. No, it's good to have you back, mate. You were, uh, you were sorely missed on um, on Tuesday. You know, there's there's only so much we can do with a Panthers fan filling in for you, but uh, no, it's it's good to have you back on the Sunday. Austin's uh, he, the founder of the Sunday pod, Osto. He's, he's taken the Sunday off now, so it's a little bit of a switcheroo. But um, yeah, Osto is a bit like he's one of the he's a bit like the Jamin Salmon though, isn't he? <laughs> what, he's not gunners. a Nathan. <laughs> he's not a Nathan Cleary. He's yeah, he doesn't do a lot of work. He just, you know, he sits on the bench and and claps and and he'll take his uh he'd take his gold medal at the end. But you know, I think we're the the Cleary and Isaiah Yo's of the show, mate. Yeah, absolutely. He's the Jack Cogger to your Isaiah to your uh, Nathan Cleary, I reckon, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. That was funny. Oh dear. All right. Um, well, how about we just jump straight into the action for the week, shall we? Um, we kicked off Thursday night with the the Panthers beating the Manly Sea Eagles 24 to 12 in what was a fairly tight contest as far as Panthers games go. Uh, Manly should have been leading at halftime, went into halftime 12 all and Panthers just sort of came over the top in the end. It's one of those type of games where to beat Penrith, you've got to be perfect. And um, speaking of perfect, this was probably the best game we've seen from, well, at least I've seen as a Cherry Evans owner since origin. Um, this was the most involved I've seen him. He was running a lot, offloading a lot uh, back to his, you know, peak self tackle busting um mark mate uh, how are you feeling about uh, cherry just uh back to his best yeah well i mean um tiffany's team was lucky enough to have a, a buy this week in our head-to-head league after uh putting into the sword last week so cherry evans uh, i'm a bit lamenting the fact that we didn't get to use the nice little cherry evans 82 this week but at the same time, uh, yeah, he obviously was was great. A trialist eighty two is always good. Uh, he's, you know, I, I can't help but think every time I see a halfback with nine tackle busts that there's a little bit of uh, stat padding, a little bit of Russell Westbrook stat padding in there for uh, fantasy coaches. But I, I'm not going to get upset about it. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, I mean, in the NRL app as well, he's up to an 88. So we're still waiting on updates to come through to this game. So it's still a, a few more points to come there for, for old Mr. Cherry. And he's certainly uh, puts Nathan to the sword. Cleary a little bit underwhelming this week, uh, this week, a 63, according to the NRL app. So we'll see once updates come through. So not too bad from Klez, but probably a little bit below his best. Um, Isaiah, yo, it's, solid scoring. It's a... Uh... <laughs> It's a it's a rough it's a rough day in fantasy land where a sixty three point score as a captaincy option is disappointing. I remember the good old days where you know you just just used to buy Kevin Smith, Captain Kevin Smith, and you'd be looking for a 
say floor 50 with, you know, anything 60 plus, you were like, woo, you know, and now everyone, <laughs> like, they get a 60 and everyone's like, oh, what a dog, you didn't get an 85. Like, so, I, think, yeah. I think some of these uh, new new age uh, Zuma fantasy coaches need a taste of the old of the old days where it was uh, Cameron Smith in the halves and Chris Lawrence in the centres and, and, you know, an 800 score was good with a 60 from your captain. Yeah, they're a bit spoiled these days, aren't they? Like, I remember, like, even if you didn't have Cameron Smith, like, you'd be looking for a, a James Graham or Simon Mannering to score your 55. Mm. Yeah, 55. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, got a 55. That's close to Cam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The uh, the old Isaiah Yo's back in the day. Um, but other stuff from this game, uh, Ruben Garrick, decent score, got a try, 50 points, um, bit of a... Crossfield kick uh, brought back the kicking jewel. Fox kept on going on about it, but it was, I think it was just a crossfield kick for Jason Saab that didn't that went a little bit awry. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure if, if there's anything else really noteworthy from here. Uh, ben Trevojevic living up to the Trevojevic name, injured again. Uh, I think he got a HIA there, but yeah, uh, <laughs> want to be staying away from most people. Not named Cleary, Yo, Garrick, or Cherry Evans. I think. Mm, and I mean, Lucky Croker still still gold. Mm, He's probably yeah. you know. Not not a great score, but not a terrible score. Uh, no. The, the only other little, you know, jab I want to slip in here is hopefully nobody followed the advice on certain other podcasts about jumping on Liam Martin as a uh, mid-range pod option for your top 17 for the run home. Yeah, that's an oof. <laughs> oof. Big oof. Big oof. Yep. All right, uh, well, let's move across to Friday then. We had, jeez, uh, I, I mean, a pair of just take your wife out for dinner type matches here. Um, Cronulla Sharks get a win, 36 points to six over just a, a Titans team that seems to have given up. But, um, Mark, mate, I think it's time for you to take a victory lap here. Very top of the list, Ken McInnes, 88 points, got a big try, seven tackle bust, very unlike him. Um, you must have been just jumping for joy. Um, well, you know. It's very rare that I decide to take a victory lap. Did I? Did I spruik Cameron McInnes? Is that? I don't remember. Was oh, I talking him up? Maybe it was Rob. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely one of the three of us was talking him up. I don't remember who it was, but um, no, he did. He did. He, you know, a, a slicing run from Cameron McInnes for this uh, this try. But even without it, it was, uh, you know, big forty eight tackles and one hundred and forty five meters and. If uh, if Fitzgibbon knows what's good for him, this will be his role for the foreseeable future. Although you know, seems like he might be a little bit of a sea bolt, so maybe not. <laughs> bit of a sea bolt, <laughs> I like that. That's the go to uh, the the go to line. Um, but no, yeah, great stuff for McInnes here again, playing big minutes still, um, really putting that trend to to the sword. Where he was only playing like fifty five minutes in the past, he's yeah, he's just smashing the minutes at the moment. Um, Speaking of big minutes, Tino uh, bounced well back from suspension. Mo out, seventy nine points. Of course, tries are a part of his base. Um, gets a try, another try here, the lone try for the Titans. Sixty eight minutes for him. Jesse Ramian, good score as well, seventy two. Got a try and mate. Of course, it's time for my victory lap now. Wade Graham, the goat, sixty seven points. He gets a try, try saver, just absolute weapon. Turnover tackle, mate. Wade Graham's the goat. This would have been the week to captain him, not when I did it last year. Mm. <laughs> Was it ever in doubt, though? Do we ever expect him not to outscore Nico Hines at any at any point? 
Yeah, he's outscored Cleary and Hines here. So yeah, this is uh, yeah. this is Wade's year, mate. He's he's back. Well, that's why that's why you're looking for a a forward who can also you know put the ball on the toe. He didn't do it in this game at all. But you know that's just, yeah. this is that just shows you that this is Wade Graham's floor, not his ceiling. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> keeper, keeper with a run home. Who needs Liam Martin when you got Wade Graham? Um, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, geez. And uh, speaking of second rowers, uh, another one that was outscored by uh, Wade Graham was David Fafita, 60 points. But I think more encouragingly here for Fafita, he played 80 minutes for the first time in quite a bit. Uh, I think this was about four weeks in a row yeah, where he didn't Mm. play 80. So he finally got back to 80 minutes, um, 11 tackle busts, just classic Fafita stuff. Pretty good in a loss, really. Take that, I think. Yeah. I Um, mean, was that related to the Kieran Four and and Cleese Haas not playing the... uh... The eighty, oh, was Haas? Uh, was Haas? Yeah, Haas was on the man. bench. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. It just, just uh, seems like they, they got a couple of guys there with some reduced minutes. They're leaming there. Hopefully, that's the plan moving forward. Is that Fafita's the eighty minute guy? Um, yeah, it seems like. Yeah, no, Cleese Haas like was on the bench. Yep. Mini Tino Isaac was the 18th man, so not used. Uh, right. Yeah, I okay. didn't expect Leeming to be used too much. It, yeah, I think maybe maybe the foreign thing um, impacted a little bit, but yeah. Oh, and yeah. and obviously having Verrills out with uh, Randall moving to hooker, Leeming's obviously mm. t- playing a different role to what Verrills was, so that that's probably helpful as well. So wheels up for feeder for the uh, the fantasy head to head finals. Yeah, absolutely. Back to his best. Um, Connor Tracy, another good score. Continues to outscore Dylan Edwards, who we didn't touch on in the last game. But uh, my, I'm two and zero now. In my uh, Tracy would outscore Dylan Edwards for the rest of the season. Two and zero, two weeks in, looking good. Um, That's the only uh, bet that we have on an over under at the moment in the amateurs, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, no one. Yeah, uh, there's no other. That was there's no other live week. bets running, so that's good. We're going to get the one. <laughs> Yeah, at least you didn't have to stress watching uh, Mr. Rob's Mr. Reese this week. That's for sure. Um, speaking of uh, stress for fantasy owners, <laughs> Friday night Broncos fifty-four to Parramatta ten. Um, I mean, some real just disappointing scores here for the most part. Just too much standing behind the sticks. Really, Payne Haas got a little bit of a rest. Carrigan a little bit of a rest. Just high to mid forty scores there. Reese Walsh okay with a try, but really, I think. The only real fantasy news out of this game was Mitch Moses, um, broken cheekbone, gone for the year. Uh, obviously a sell now, but um, Mark, how would you feel if you're owning any other eels? Like if you're a Matto owner, a Penasini owner, is it Panic Stations? Cardi owner even? Yeah, well, well, I mean, um, Tiffany's team is going into a preliminary final with Madison and Torhu which does raise some areas for concern, that's for sure. Um, I think 28 points in 58 minutes isn't something prescriptive for Madison, but at the same time, I, I suppose it probably depends who they're playing next week, and I'm probably about to scare the myself. Roosters. Oh, the Roosters. That's all right. Um, we'll interest, well, I'll be interested to see how they sort of line up. The Eels, I was obviously a year behind my prediction that they were going to miss the eight. <laughs> But, uh, no, I mean, Hopgood, poor score, but, you know, the 60 minutes is fine. I think it's just a case of you just sort of grin and better it. And obviously if you can upgrade Madison, that's a good thing. But 
I, yeah, I think as you said, it's probably more a thing of them spending too much time standing behind the sticks than anything else. Yeah, and I guess the wild card as well for this week is Regan Campbell Gillard's due back from suspension. So um yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that impacts the forward rotation. Uh, maybe Hopgood's minutes come down a little bit. That said, often Gowie played 51 minutes, which probably isn't uh, the role moving forward either. So, yeah, tough to know what goes on in Brad Arthur's head. It's, uh, it's a mysterious world up there. Um, so, okay, how about we move across to Saturday now? We had the Rabbitohs taking down the Dragons 26 to 14 up in beautiful sunny cans. Um, Isn't this a dumpster a- fire of a fantasy game? It's just a it was a dumpster fire of a football match in general as well. It was awful. Um geez, neither team could barely complete a set. There were so many errors. It was yeah, it was not a great viewing spectacle, but you're right, and that's just resulted in awful fantasy scores. Just the one player breaking fifty in Colomatungi, um, who had two errors of his own, uh, fifty one points there. Latrell was fine, forty eight points. Um, probably would have been hoping for more, but yeah, I guess in a game where he's just Standing around, waiting for scrums to pack, you take it. Uh, but uh, Dan Russell continues to be the cash out um, deluxe so far. Another great score. He's he's almost yeah. one that you can probably rely on in your loop slot. Your seventeenth man, really, oh, at this point, hundred percent. There's about I can think of about five players off the top of my head that I've got in my seventeen at the moment that I'd rather play Dan Russell instead of. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, other news from this game. I mean, geez, I don't even really want to talk about this game. But uh, Cam Murray, 46. Damian Cook, 44. Just sort of middling scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blake Lurie back really to earth after about? a stellar, uh, stellar couple of weeks for fantasy. Yeah. His PPM was still relatively good to compared to other people in this game. Yeah. 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 Just that minutes weapon. maybe down a little bit. Yeah, he is. He is. My, uh, my draft team with Tino and... Uh, Laurie's coming good at the business end of the year. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing uh, on the development suspension for you. Um, yeah. But anything else from this game or nah, should we move, move across to the, to the nah, real game? Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Let's move across to the real news here. The Waz, 30-point winners over the Tigers to 22. Uh, <laughs> up the Waz. <laughs> The was. I was walk. I was in Wollongong for the weekend, and I was walking around Wollongong with my Waz jersey on on Saturday. And I dead set had about ten different people at various times throughout the day just come up to me and yell up the Waz just like randomly. And one bloke had a tattoo on his arm as well of the Waz logo. It was awesome. Oh, that is great. <laughs> just un- like just like absolutely ludicrous. Rugby league fans are some of the best content in the world. <laughs> and I think there's, Warriors there's, fans are there's a there's the a best. local guy at um at my Woolies. Here at Caboolture, and every time I walk into the Woolies, if I'm wearing any sort of Cowboys memorabilia, he goes up oh, the Cowboys. Every time I walk past him, he's uh, <laughs> and he just does. I don't think he recognizes me as the Cowboys guy if I'm not wearing Cowboys stuff. But without fail, every single time I walk past him, if I'm wearing something Cowboys on it, he goes up oh, the Cowboys. Like he's like he there. He's like a you know shelf packer or whatever. But I went yeah. to the uh, Cowboys trial game not this season the season before at Redcliffe and this lady had a like cowboys thing like her entire leg was like cowboys tattoos and I was like oh that's that's great <laughs> that's awesome real dedication there um 
Okay, what do we have in this game? So we had uh, Adam Fadua Black top score, 76 points in 71 minutes. Another try, another uh, forward that's got tries as part of his base. Um, and one that's potentially an interesting pot if you were looking for someone just for, you know, a one-week score um, in your fantasy prelims this week. Revenge game against Manly for him this Friday night in New Zealand. So, yeah, maybe one to look at if you've, if you've got someone on a buy. Maybe you've got Paint Haas. Um, could be an option there. Uh, other stuff from this game, Isaiah Papali'i in his revenge game, top scores for the Tigers, bounces back with a 62 and 80 minutes, a huge 48 tackles, a bit unusual for him, but um, yeah, bounces back. Uh, Dane Laurie was good, putting on his audition to play for Penrith Reserve Grade next year. Um, Coruscant out good as well, and uh, Tohu Harris, uh, another game, another try. Just uh, uh, He's another forward now. He's, he's entering the uh, Fenua Blake mould, mate. Part of his base. Yeah, it is, yeah. <clears throat> Played 80 minutes, fresh off us all being concerned about his knee injury and minutes. Although waiting and only played 22 minutes, he's been to hospital, so they'll, we'll expect um, Lusick will come in and and sort of play a similar role. Dylan Walker only played 20 minutes, which I guess is a bit yeah. weird in this one. Did he pick up an injury? Or not that I'm aware of, I don't think so. Just just a bugger, only 22 minutes as well, and current only 28 minutes. It's just a game where they just yeah I they didn't really use the bench. Closer than the Warriors would have mm. liked. And I reckon that the time that they would have expected to pull those players off was through that period. Because Fanua Blake played 71 minutes as well. They probably would have been looking at it going, mm, can we afford to lose a game in our quest for a top two spot to a team that is going to take the wooden spoon? So yeah. I suppose that was a uh, an educated decision by Webster to not pull those guys off. And this may be the... the the roles if there's no you know if it's close mm. um, yeah yeah i think i think you're right and yeah this probably was a lot closer than uh than what it should have been and and, and maybe that was highlighted as well by uh sean johnson he got, got picked up 51 points um picked up a, apparently a, a quad injury quad strain that uh hampered him with the goal kicking he took the first shot at goal and then he handed it over to pompey and then when the game was close he came back and took the penalty shot at goal but then when Fanil Blake scored, he gave it back to Pompey at the end. So, yeah, just a bit of a weird one where he's he's taken the tee if it's really necessary, but uh, handing it off once the game was won. Uh, it's true leadership, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't hamper him too much, but I think most people have him anyway, so it probably doesn't matter. If you haven't got him by now, then, you know, take a good hard long look at yourself, but also you're not, you're not buying him if you didn't have him by now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, not too much else from this game. I don't think uh, really just the only Tigers you want to properly or Bateman or even Appy, I guess, and they all did fine. And yeah, all the usual suspects for the Warriors did fine as well. So good stuff. Yeah, I'd much, much, rather, much rather look at the uh, the next game with Fantasy God himself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, forget Cleary, forget Hines, forget Cherry Evans. Roosters, 30 points to 14 over the Dolphins. With Drew Hutchinson picking up two tries, 102 points. Mate, was this on your bingo card this year? <laughs> Believe it or not, there's an article on our website about Drew Hutchinson tunning up. It's not, no, there's not really. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, no, Drew Hutchinson, massive 102 points, score, 12 tackle bus, 29 tackles, two tries. Kick meters, running meters, offloads, and does it all. Absolutely monstrous fantasy performance. So. Very yeah, impressive. 29 tackles is quite a lot as well. Yeah, huge. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know what to say about Drew Hutchinson. I don't think anyone saw that one coming. But if you are part of the four point seven percent that owns Drew Hutchinson, congratulations. It's in the uh, it's in the same club as like Matt Scott turning up a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, I forgot about that. Remember when Kirk Cable turned up? Yeah, oh yeah. There's some people that just they get tons, and you're like, yeah, okay, and I'm just gonna pretend that didn't happen and, and move on to next week. <laughs> yep, smart decision. Um, Nat Butcher bounces back 78 points after a couple of quiet weeks. Uh, Jared Wallace is uh, over 600K now, and he's going to go up more with the 59 points in 61 minutes. He's been quietly going quite well. How's that for um, a preseason prediction that just took like half a season to get going? <laughs> it got there eventually. <laughs> got there eventually. Oh, dear. Um, other stuff from this game. Billy Smith was quite good, 54 with a try. Sueli'i, 52 with a try as well. Five goals, bounces back. Izarko, still solid, 51. Teddy, okay, with a 49. Um, Manu, as well, was a bit quiet in the second half, but 43 from a center, you take that if, you, if you've got him. Um, yeah, just all the usual suspects, really, just putting up okay scores. This was a, really a bit of a down week for the most part. Um, I, think, I think most people probably would have struggled to... Hit 1K if, if you did. Well done. Um, I know I certainly didn't. But uh, I think we can move across to Sunday now and a couple of other stinkers. Uh, the Storm over the Pretender Raiders, the Faders, 48-2. to two. Uh, Nick Meany top scores with a 74. Liero Munster all picked up tries. Uh, Jerome Hughes, a good score. Ellie Katoa comes back into the starting side, 55 points with a try. Harry Grant goes to the bench, uh, only plays 59 minutes, but still picks up a try just like everyone else in this Storm side. Uh, 51 points. Uh, Mark, any concerns for Harry Grant moving forward or do you just think it was a tactical rest and he'll be back starting in no time? I think everybody's got him, so just, like, don't worry about it. And good luck to you if you want to try to antipod him. Yeah, fair point, especially coming up against the Dragons this week. Probably not the week to do it. Um Top score here for the Raiders, Corey Horsburgh, 49 points in 60 minutes. Uh, he was looking really good at halftime and then just missed a few tackles in the second half, sort of came back down to earth. Probably didn't play as big a minutes. I don't think he would have come back um, after, when he went off if it wasn't for Kotrick getting that HIA in the last five minutes. So I think it was sort of sticky yeah. just wasn't, resting and really, the game was over. wasn't really his – like it wasn't really a good game for the Raiders forwards in general, like him no. and Tarpany both just sort of – the base stats weren't there, and uh, the game was just left, right, left, right, storm, you know, break, 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 and it was just like watching 13 Jack Birds run around on a field from in purple jerseys. <laughs> 13 Jack Birds, what a sight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think Corey Horsburgh is going to probably be top of my buy list uh, this week in, in my head-to-head side with Payne Haas on a buy. So, yeah, I, no concerns about Corey. Still going along well. Um yeah, Are you sure you don't want to get uh, Tepoy Moroa instead? Tepoy Moroa. Uh, yeah, just instead, mate. You don't want okay. Corey Osprey. You don't need him. Don't I? No. Yeah, no. It's got nothing to I'm do with... I'm playing you this week, mate. No, but the week after. Oh, just assuming. I'm you're just ahead. assuming. I'm just assuming you're I'm going to take down Dale, the Dale. nerd. <laughs> nerd. I'm going to take him down. Mate, I've got um, both in the Herd Locker and, and the AIDS Cup. I'm playing Chappie in both leagues with two different teams because he's got about 16 different teams and he's got two different in each league here because he's an absolute menace. So mm. I've got to beat double Chappie. Oh, no. Well, you know, I, I, I think if I had to pick one, I would choose for you to beat him in the Hurt Locker right. and me to beat Dale, but him to beat you in the other one so that I can 
beat Chappie and we can win one league each, that would be the best. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll so take that under advisement. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there's really much else to this talk about. This sucks. game Move on. I mean, it's not like the next game is much better, but uh, 42 no. points to six, the Knights over the Bulldogs. Uh, Gagod is back, 73 points, but gets a try. Um, he was due for some reg- regression here. He hasn't scored a try in quite a bit. So, yeah, finally knocks that off. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just about everyone in a red and blue jersey picked up a try for the most part. Tyson Gamble picks up two. Leo Thompson gets his first. Uh, Ponga, okay, 53 points without a try. Adam Elliott plays big minutes, 56. Uh, Frizzell gets a rest. Ponga gets a rest as well. Uh, Reed Marnie, the only one who tops, jeez, I mean, only two to- uh, Bulldogs players uh, cracked 40. Reed Marnie gets uh, a try, 58. And, uh, yeah, the next Bulldogs all the way down in 41 points of Matt Burton. So, yeah, just really nothing to write home about here. I guess the, maybe the talking point here is uh, Jacob Preston probably looking at a lengthy suspension. I think that could be season over for him, Mark. What do you think? Is he uh, straight in the cell category this oh, week? Yeah, mate, he's cooked. He's, there's no way. Mm. He's in trouble. He's gonna have yeah. the book. He's gonna have like he's not even having uh, the book thrown at him. He's getting like a shelf of books thrown at him. Yeah, I remember last year because I mean it was around this time last year. Pat Carrigan did it Pat to uh, to, yeah. to to Hastings, and he got sent straight to the judiciary. So I wonder if it's going to be a similar case here, or if it's you know just a the straight oh, up you know four week type yeah. thing. It was so. It was so just ugly, and you could tell like we're just watching it that he had like there's. He had like the, you know, like the Simpsons where Homer Simpson, like they go to like the thought bubble and he's just got like the monkey clanging the symbols. You could tell that was what was happening in Jacob Preston's brain when he was making that tackle. He was just like not paying any attention to what he's doing. And then I think he like worked it out after he just absolutely crushed his ankle into a thousand pieces. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> Yeah, not, not great. Like th- there's been a lot of... Uh gray area in re- in regards to like what is and isn't a hip drop and like i feel like a, a confused like a off very often what is and isn't a hip drop what isn't isn't a sim bin but i'm not confused that about one, that one uh, yeah not confused about that one that was like as mm. soon as i saw a replay of that i was like that is a hip drop he's in trouble here and yeah off yeah to the bin he goes. i, I want to slip a little fantasy 2024 into the before i hear josh okay. car is is dropping money a, like a lot and like mm. I know, it's a winger, but it's like wingers in, you know, this the Bulldogs teams have been pretty average. They're going to get a couple of good players next year, and they, I think a little a full off season and some cohesion is going to do him a lot of good. And he's going to be, he's going to be down in the the low three hundreds by the end of the season. So just keep an eye on that. Just, just sliding that in there for next year. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of Bulldogs like that, isn't there? Like even the uh, you know like. Pangai is only playing about 20 minutes at the moment. And mm. Luke Thompson uh, got 11 points in 35 minutes. He, he seemed quite clear that he's not ready to come back to first grade yet. Like he quite, he didn't seem to uh, quite be fit enough. Like he had eight missed tackles and the first two tries went right between him and kick hour. Um, but yeah, there's going to be yeah. a lot of cheap dogs next year. going to be a lot. Yep. Mm. All right, Mark. Um, mate, how, how are you looking for this week? Any planned trades? Do you have any trades left, mate, in either team? Um, my, my team, um, does not have any trades left, right. uh, but we, um, no, but like, so my team, 
Um, it's sort of plateauing in the mid 300s overall now, but no players with buys. I don't have any Broncos in that team, and I've only got one Rabbitoh and one Eel, so I'm hoping I can sort of move up the ranks a little bit. I had to play Kotrick this week because I had Robson, Nickel Cookstar, and Drinkwater all out, uh, where normally I would have just been able to play any one of them. So that was a bit frustrating having to play him. Uh, with Chan's getting decapitated, uh, but we'll see how we go. But Tiffany's team is sitting pretty well. She's got two trades left, okay. uh, which I suspect will both get used this week. Uh, I have a suspicion it's going to be Madison to McInnes in one of the trades, uh, which is going to cost... 75k or something like that. She's got about 130k in the bank. There's no other trade urgently needing to be made, but uh, and I mean like, we're going to get drink water back and Lemuelo out. So yeah, no, there's only one trade sort of urgently needing to be made. I guess the question is whether you go for like Tarpany to Yo or something like that with the remaining money. Um. Mm. Something like that, I guess, is the the question. But I'm really, I mean, Yo might get round rested in round twenty seven, uh, but they play the Titans this week as well, which is sort of not really. I guess the big question for the next three weeks is is choosing whether you're gonna captain Hines or Cleary or Party C with, you know, like we saw in this game. Cleary sort of not really putting huge amounts of points up and the Panthers sort of still getting it done, whether they are sort of not resting him but not pushing him to do, particularly with Cogo there. You know, how long is Luai up for? Or was it just a one-week thing for Luai? Yeah, I think he was just crook. I don't think he was injured. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a couple, couple of questions. And the other thing is, like, is Torhu Harris somebody to hold over? Tarpany and yeah, I, I don't know. Good questions. Whether Dylan Brown's a really interesting pot option for head to head players with uh, with Moses out uh, coming up yeah. against the Roosters. Yeah, you have to suspect uh, Dejon Arce uh, slots into the half. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a decent mm. shout. One to look at for yeah, Tuesday potentially. Yeah, what about you, mate? Um, yeah, well, I mean, Lucy's team's sitting in 34th at the moment. Her only real headache is uh, Lemuelu. Um, yeah, but that said, she's got Valtafare as cover, and the Dolphins are playing the Tigers this week, so it might just be an easy mm. plug in. in for one week and just hang on to the trades uh, for later on. Um, as for how the head, she head got team, left, how uh, she's tra- got two left, two left. Okay, so probably hanging on for one injury and one maybe hop good out or something like that in round twenty-seven. Mm, yeah, okay. Um, and head-to-head team, I've got four trades left. Um, a couple of ideas, maybe paint Haas out or I could, you know, cash out Seb Chris and upgrade Max King or Mo Fodawaka. Um mm. I feel and, like that's yeah. that I feel like that seems to be <clears throat> that's probably the way to go. Like I mean Seb Chris isn't gonna play another game this year, so you just no yeah, him all the way down. Yeah that is, that is an option and then like I've got I can use like a third trade if I'm looking Sad by uh by Sunday and the head to heads I can always move on Payne Haas then so yeah that that is uh, something I'm maybe keeping up the sleeve but we'll we'll see we'll see which way we go we need to we need Tuesday to come around we need lockout first to start trading away yeah um, no, that's true 
Yeah. No, I think that'll uh, just about do us. Um, what do you think? All yeah. No. Just um... any final drive-bys? Ah, oh, no. I was going to say something negative about Austin, but I'll let him go. I'll let him live in fear <laughs> until Tuesday. Let him off with a warning. That's very nice of you, mate. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks I'm going to go so eat some, some Belgian chocolate connoisseur ice cream and sate my uh, need to make fun of people until Tuesday. No, excellent. I can't wait. Well, mate, uh, thanks for uh, joining me tonight. We'll see you on Tuesday. Um, and, mate, I, we'll, we've got the cows coming up on Thursday. We've got Hopefully you recover from your WAS fever by Friday when they kick off against Manly. But um, no, thank you, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Love you guys. I was going to say the love you guys. Oh, okay.